This is the Living in Fierce Alignment podcast, your go-to place for mindset transformation, self-empowerment, and personal development. I'm your host, Kayla. I'm a mindset coach for ambitious human beings who are wildly passionate about up-leveling themselves so that they can live a limitless life with ease. I'm here to show you how to create the life of your dreams and powerfully step into your full potential, and of course, live fiercely. So let's get started. Hello everyone, I'm really excited for this chat today and it is specifically targeted towards people who have done any certifications in NLP, emotional freedom techniques, hypnosis, success life coaching, core method. These are typically the bundle of certifications that you'll see when somebody is offering a certification program that does like the neurolinguistics programming side. And the reason why I want to dive into this today and just to preface this as you listen to this episode, I would recommend if you're listening to this while you're multitasking, you're most likely to get the best out of this episode. You're probably going to want to listen to it again when you can sit down and take notes because this is essentially going to be a masterclass, an audio masterclass on how you can make all of those certifications and modalities more effective through using human design and gene keys. And I'm really excited about this because I think that it can change coaching and the industry in many ways in getting off script. So it's a really, it's a really big and exciting episode. Or maybe you're already listening and you have your pen and paper and you're like, I'm fucking here for this. So however it goes is perfect, but I really do want to emphasize that the best way to get everything out of this episode will most likely to be taking notes especially if you have any of those certifications and you want to enhance your practice and your coaching skills and so on so basically what happened is that back in 2019 was it no I think it was 2020 I started I invested in and I started studying to get my certifications online for all of the modalities that I just shared and my experience of it doing online was good I think that I having an open heart center I was just like oh I just need more I need to know more I need to have more value so that I can charge for my offers and so on like I just was lacking confidence essentially that doesn't mean that these modalities are useless it just means that looking back I'm like oh Kayla like you really just you know invested all that money because you just really thought that that was going to be it the thing that you needed in order to be successful in your business. And funnily enough, it ended up being human design and gene keys that really amplified all of this. But when I did these modalities, you know, I had the textbook, I watched hundreds of videos and it took me, I think it took me like nine months, maybe. I was working full time at the time and I was also growing my business on the side. So it was a lot, but the testing was essentially, I had to do a written test And then I had to submit 20 videos of me performing these modalities, like a hypnosis session, guiding someone through the core method, doing the emotional freedoms techniques. Like I, I, that was the the testing. And then I met with a master trainer and got feedback and went over the things where maybe I got incorrect and so on to make sure that I know what the fuck I'm doing. And that was it. And then, you know, you just get these certifications and then you just, you know, fly high in your business and figure it out. So When I discovered human design, I really realized that when I was using some of these certifications, modalities, they were not landing for some people. 
And I couldn't figure out why, because one of the biggest things that was emphasized when I was doing these certifications was really to follow the script, especially with hypnosis. And even just the questions and the core method and the goal setting and all that. And I was just not really understanding why this wasn't working, especially with the timeline techniques. It's very interesting to see how, you know, when you have to access a certain emotion, people who have an undefined head, undefined emotional solar plexus, it might be more difficult for them, right? So I started to notice these glitches in the matrix. And I thought, oh, this is fascinating. I wonder how I can bring human design and gene keys into these modalities to make them more inclusive. And this became really important to me because one of the realizations I had is that just following the script and just doing it how it's designed, the way that we're taught, implies that people process consciously and subconsciously in the same way. And this is very robotic, it's non-inclusive, and really this assumption can and re-traumatize people because maybe they do want core method to work or, you know, the success in life coaching questions and stuff they they want it to work but maybe it's actually re-triggering them because it's not exactly what they need and so it's not supportive and so in this episode I'm going to be giving you specific examples in terms of how you can bring in human design gene keys into these different teachings to make them more effective and this is really just the tip of the iceberg but I think that if you if you've been listening to my podcast at this point, I know there's a lot of coaches on here who have a lot of these certifications. I think you're going to be able to just like put them together and see how it works. So the first one I want to talk about is hypnosis. And the way that I learned hypnosis was, again, reading the script. Like there was a very specific strip script with an induction in my manual when I learned and you know we were prompted and guided how to ask questions before you know how to how to test the person like the convincers there's this whole thing that you're quote supposed to do before you do a hypnosis session with someone in order to make sure that you know they they essentially release the resistance of not surrendering in the process and so this felt very robotic to me. And if you follow me, you probably have seen that I specifically have a program called Hypnotic Keys where I teach people, I teach hypnotherapists how to bring in the gene keys into hypnotherapy so they can go off script. They can use this as a tool for coaching. And I'm currently building out the program with the first first cohort right now to give them more things like, okay, these are the types of intake forms you can have. These are the types of sessions you can host. So that's just a side note. I'm going to put the Hypnotic Keys link in the show notes for you if you're a hypnotherapist and you're like oh my god this is fucking genius and you want support with like growing that part of your business and learning more about how to do it better that'll be helpful so hypnosis coming away from the scripts and this is how you can make human design more effective because let's just talk about for example when you're inducting someone so what this means if you don't know about hypnotherapy is that you want to bring someone into a relaxed state So that you can then use suggestive language to speak to their subconscious mind to help them reprogram their beliefs, the things they have resistance around, process trauma, and so on. But the thing is, let's say if the script that I was reading was walking through a forest and there's like this these lines about like a bubbling brook and then you walk down these stairs and you're in a valley and like this is great it sounds relaxing but then I started to look at okay what if you use the language of someone's human design 
and you consider their variables, right? If you look at their environment, whether they're shores, caves, valleys, like you can use that language as part of the induction. So for me, being a shores environment, anytime somebody's going to use some sort of transitional experience or definitely like a beach experience, that is definitely going to hit me and help me relax better. So the other ways to bring this language in, and the thing is too, is that you don't have to teach people what you're doing you can just know their human design just ask for their birth time and your intake form you know their human design and you start bringing in that language and see how it resonates after the session you know you can use their type their authority their not selfie and their signature maybe they're talking to you and they're like oh my god i feel like i'm working so hard i'm so i'm so bitter no one's recognizing me and i'm just like i don't know how to make decisions like i feel like it takes me a long time maybe that's a projector who is operating as a generator, they're feeling bitter because they're not being appreciated for the work that they're doing and they're an emotional authority and they need to realize how to process their emotions. So how can you guide them through a hypnosis session using that language where you can really influence their way of recognizing themselves, honoring their energy, right? So it's it's actually unbelievable how you can use this in hypnotherapy to support clients with their energetic imprinting. So the really interesting thing is that, for example, what is their type? This expresses their energetic aura and how they show up. Authority, this is how they make decisions. They're not self-themed. This helps them know when they're out of alignment or taking action or overcompensating. Their signature helps them know when they're in alignment and making aligned decisions. So how can you bring that into a hypnosis session to support your clients on their journey? So the thing is, when we are speaking to their subconscious mind, to their energetic embodiment and their energetic imprinting is like naturally within them you're going to evoke that right it's going to help them feel more aligned it's going to help them feel seen and heard which is obviously going to speed up the process of how hypnotherapy can work for them so that's just a little mini class on hypnotherapy there's a lot more i can say if you want more and you want to see it from a gene keys lens because that's how i decided to approach it first check out hypnotic keys that's in the show notes for you so let's talk about time techniques next So time techniques is a great tool for releasing negative emotions and limiting decisions or limiting beliefs. And it is essentially a method that helps people to recall previous memories and emotions from a past in order to learn from them and release them from projecting them into the future. So I want to talk about how human design can make this more effective because I've used this technique with clients in the past. They were both projectors but they had different definition, like some had, some was emotional, like the other, one was emotional authority, one was not, one had a head to find, one did not, and so it was very interesting to see how this impacted them differently. So some of the major places to check in your client's human design chart is knowing their authority, are they an emotional authority or not, whether their head or ajna is defined or undefined, and whether they are a specific or non-specific manifestors so you want to look at their variables whether they're facing left or right to determine that so the thing is when we're using human design we never use the mind to receive guidance or wisdom we tap into our authority so with time technique it specifically asks us to search for memories or to remember which is heavily associated with the mind and out of the body So when a client has their emotional solar plexus undefined, they will have a harder time recalling or triggering emotions because they will find it easier to feel into the emotions of others or have something to play off of. 
when a client is a non-specific manifester, they will have a harder time recalling memories because they feel into emotions more than the specific details of the event, thinking past or future. When a client has their header Ajna defined, they will consistently be able to access their own ideas and concepts, but when it's undefined, a client may be searching for inspiration or even feel the pressure to find the answers in order to relieve the mental pressure of, quote, not knowing. So then, when you tie in the authority with the client's doing time techniques, you can lean into their intuition more than, quote, finding the right emotions within, before, during, or after birth, which is like the timeline experience that we use for time techniques. So before diving into time techniques with your clients, I want you to consider their chart definition. If a client has an undefined emotional solar plexus or undefined head or ajna, create an emotional experience for them to tap into energetically while also getting them to connect to their own authority to get them out of their head and ajna because they're going to be looking for those answers and they're not going to be finding them as easily as somebody who has those bases defined. The thing is like this is not about getting the right answers or seeing a memory you know, which is easier for the defined head and ajna, what it really comes down to is trusting your inner authority, your intuition, to bring you the wisdom that will allow you to experience mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual clarity. So when you have this awareness of a client's chart, this will allow you to prepare them going into a session, and it will allow you to be inclusive to how they experience their memories or emotions instead of assuming that they can just, quote, access them easily by following a script. So big loaded thing there, but I would be really curious if you are someone who uses time techniques and you're on the script and you're like, why is this working for some people but not others? Look at their human design, look at the things I just talked about, and see what happens when you shift your language. The next one we're going to talk about is success in life coaching and the core method. So branching off of time techniques and also considering success, life coaching, and core method, a lot of NLP techniques are based on creating, quote, specific visualizations and emotions. It's very script-oriented. There's very specific questions worded in a specific way that are designed to help people. So when we look at these coaching methods, the biggest thing to look at are the centers of the clients in their human design chart, whether they're defined or not, and understanding what that means for them. It's also important to look at whether or not they're specific or non-specific and passive active manifestors. This is what will help them access previous memories, feelings, or help create goals and anchoring them into their future. So for example, if someone is a non-specific and passive manifester and you're guiding them through a process that involves them jumping into the action and feeling into the emotions when their emotional solar plexus is undefined, this will most likely not land for them because they're not going to consistently have access to these emotions within their body. And it's, it's, not, it's not going to support them with their non-specific sort of peripheral experience of how they manifest. When a client has specific centers defined, they will consistently be able to access that energy from within them. When their centers are undefined, they will be influenced by their environment or the energy around them. So for example, if somebody has a defined throat, maybe you can leverage that for how, like, what are the things that you're going to say when you achieve this goal? Maybe somebody has an undefined head and you can ask them things like, what would be relieved from your mind 
that would give you the space to have more inspiration to take action with this goal? Or if somebody has a defined route, how can you honor your your urges and your drives to take action while also allowing yourself to rest as you focus on achieving this goal, right? But looking at what's defined, what's undefined and using that language because that's going to feel more natural versus I feel that a lot of the language in these scripts is, is, is almost assuming without obviously people who wrote NLP didn't know about human design. It's like assuming that everyone has all these centers defined because when you have centers gates defined then obviously you're going to consistently have that energy that's more of like a masculine energetic drive right it's it's the yang energy and if you're a reflector and you're listening to this like obviously when if you're coaching a reflector you use their gates right and then obviously you really need to pay attention to how are you going to create a more expansive experience for a reflector because you know, they're not going to have that same consistent energy available. You might even need to teach them how to use the transit so that they can leverage finding their rhythm as they take action towards their goals. So when we consider all of this in our language, along with whether or not, if they're specific or non-specific, passive or active manifestors, while tying in their authority, will literally give them their own blueprint on how to take aligned action and honor their energy on how they're designed to do so, instead of trying to operate to appease the script or the typical modality foundation that we've been taught. So I want to consider leveraging the defined center's for goal setting. And I'm going to talk about the motor centers right now. So the four motor centers in the human design chart will be major motivational factors for clients when it comes to using the core method or time techniques method for planting a goal into the future or getting goal clarity. So I want you to consider somebody who has their emotional solar plexus defined, this is all about feelings. If your client has this defined, this is their authority. They will have an emotional wave or multiple emotional waves, and they will need to process these waves in order to come to clarity before making a decision. So how can you discover their wave pattern and use this in your time or core method techniques for motivation? The next one is the sacral center. The sacral center is all about being lit up by the work that you do. So how can you structure their goals and desires in life around what they love doing instead of getting caught up in what they think they should do in order to achieve the goal? The root center is all about the pressure to evolve, to complete things, achieve things, and hit deadlines. This center's defi- when the center's defined, it'll resonate with having like deadlines more than someone who has it undefined and doesn't have consistent access to this energy. So maybe what will motivate this person is having deadlines. When you look at the ego and heart center, this is all about willpower and desire and to get what people desire in life and also to really tap into resources. So they'll they'll have this in it knowing that they're worthy of their desires compared to someone who has it undefined or open. So when someone has this undefined and they're out of alignment, they'll feel like they have to prove their worth. So how can you tie in desire and the willingness for your clients to pursue their goals from this energy when they have it defined? Because all of these four centers will naturally have, they are motor, they are motor centers. They're going to have this motor energy to go. They have like different flavors of drive, right? So obviously leveraging that for centers, if somebody has those defined, can make a huge difference and actually help you with supporting their goals more effectively than just using the mind to think, of you know 
what is it going to look like? What, what kind of action are you going to take? That's very mental. That's not that visceral connection with the body. So now I want to talk about emotional freedoms techniques. And we're going to approach this from the lens of the throat center. But before I dive into that, I just want to talk about how emotional freedom techniques, if you don't know what this is, it's a form of psychological acupuncture used to relieve stagnant energy from within the body. And it's commonly paired with suggestive language or affirmation. So usually when you're doing tapping, you're, you're saying certain things to yourself to process your emotions. So the way to use human design to make this more effective this is just, I mean, you could literally use the whole chart, but I just want to talk about the throat center. So if your client has their throat defined or has hanging gates in that center or both, you can leverage the gates when you create affirmations for the EFT routine. Now, some people don't have any definition in your throat. That's like me. So for example, if you don't have definition in your throat at all, then this is this is a prime space where you can look at the other defined spaces in the chart and using that language, the shadow gifted city or the themes of other centers that are defined, that can still be effective for emotional freedom techniques. But obviously because I'm emphasizing the affirmation side, I'm using the throat center as an example. So you might want to write this down because I'm going to give you prompts for each of the gates in the throat center. So gate 62 is I think, gate 23, I know, gate 56, I believe, gate 35, I feel, gate 12, I can try, gate 45, I have, gate 33, I remember, gate 8, I can contribute, gate 31, I lead, gate 20, I speak, Gate 16, I am. So these prompts for each of the gates can support you with supporting your clients and the language that they use when they are doing emotional freedom techniques. If your client has an open throat or with no activation, like I said, you can use the other gates, other defined centers in their chart. So I don't want people to think, oh, I can't use emotional freedom techniques in human design if my throat's not defined. That's not true. That's not what I'm saying. Just giving an example of how you can leverage the human design chart and see if that resonates with people. If these gates or if the throat is unconsciously defined, then that person may not resonate with this technique, with emotional freedom technique, because they don't they don't feel as connected to their throat as much as somebody who has it consciously defined or has conscious gate. So that's something else to consider too, like play with it. But I just wanted to give you an extra oomph to throw into your practice to support your clients with emotional freedom techniques and leveraging human design. So just as a, a little wrap up, I didn't dive much into the gene keys in this because that's really deeply rooted in my hypnotic keys program, but I just wanted to show because I know more people based on my conversations are more familiar with human design. So I think this is going to be like a great starting point, but I just want to say like this recording is not to suggest that NLP methods are not useful on their own. I'm simply sharing from my own experience that I've had situations who did not resonate with the modalities and when I looked at their human design chart and shifted my language to be more inclusive to their design it was a lot more effective like just facts it was more it was more effective they felt like oh my god this is working for me they were gaining more clarity they were actually able to release the things that no longer serve them they felt more motivated to use the specificity of these changes because it, it spoke to them and it wasn't just like 
a thing that works for everyone. So I think that that's really important because then it's going to feel customized to that person. So I really want to invite you to take what resonates and leave what doesn't. And you can definitely check out the links in the show notes for more information about hypnotic keys. And I hope that listening to this inspires you if you are somebody who has any of these certifications and you love human design to really consider how you can move this work into what you're already doing to make it more effective for people. If you're more keen on getting resources for hypnosis and the gene keys, definitely check the show notes as well because I'll have resources there for you along with hypnotic keys. So I just wanted to remind you of that. So if you enjoyed this episode, feel free to shoot me a message on Instagram and let me know your aha moments. I absolutely love connecting with my listeners. It makes me so happy. It just honestly puts a smile on my face every time somebody that I don't know slides into my DMs and they share something with me. I think it's beautiful. So I'm always available. And you can find my Instagram handle in my show notes. And of course, if you can take a moment, make sure you subscribe to the channel. If this episode helped you, please share it on social media and support our fellow coaches who have these modalities so that they can continue to improve their practice. That is the purpose of this episode is to help people really optimize and refine the work that they're doing. And of course, if you can take a moment, please leave a five-star review on Spotify. It takes one second to swipe five stars or you can leave a written review on Apple and I would greatly appreciate that. So I will chat with you in the next episode.